So we're in Perak base, Pasuk Yud Ches, and we're going to be doing Baz Hashem Yud Ches and Yud Tes. So Ki Shacha El Mavas, because she uh, takes one down, she inclined towards death, Besa, her house. Ve'el Refoyim Ma'agel Seha, and to um, weakness is her um, windy uh, is her windy paths. So we're talking about here the taiva, right? And we described before. Remember that we have the the two um, feminine the sub the two subparts of the feminine Yetzahara, which are Taiva and Chanda, right? Uh, so Taiva is that a person just sits in their house, indulges in their Taivas, it's associated with laziness, etc. Whereas Chanda is the, is the person that uh, can't rest, can't sleep, uh, you're just out searching for that next, uh, you know, for, for more money, for more fancy things, uh, for... for for glory, and you know, those types of things. Um, both seem to be things that people like, but they like them in two different ways. One is lust, and one is desire. Okay, so the taiva, that, like we said, that that happens inside the house, because uh, there's a certain busha, there's a certain embarrassment, it means nobody um, you know, uh, is... Somebody's going to be, uh, what do they be? Right, so they uh, they go out in public to eat with other people. They'll order a little salad, and, and then they get back to home, and and, and that that's when the, that's when a top of ice cream comes out, right? Um, what? Top of ice cream with a big spoon that you're not going to share with anyone. Wait, when you go to an ice cream place, you order a scoop of ice cream. When you go home, you just take the whole top. I happen to not like ice cream, so it doesn't apply to me, but <laughs> I've heard that it's such a thing. But, what, but whatever, but whatever is the taiva, we'll do it with your vinegar people, right. <laughs> people don't want to, whereas, people have no problem, on the contrary, people, you know, buy their fancy watches and their jewelry and their cars and all that stuff in, very much in order to uh, display, to go out with it, etc. Okay, so therefore, um, the, in other words, the house becomes a place which inclines towards death. It's a house. The house becomes a place which is a negative place. Right. It, it's a place that, that brings a person more and more uh, into negativity, which is the opposite of what should be happening in the house. We spoke about the concept of Opportunity cost, not that I'm saying this, I do remember we did this, we did do this last time, right? This is the opportunity cost of, uh, of Talmud Torah. It means to say, when a person is indulging in taiva, that, uh, there's two types of times in a person's day. Everyone has times that, are, that they're busy and times that they are available, that they have uh, the, 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 uh, you know, every, downtime. Thank you. you. What? Do you have downtime, Me? <laughs> Not for the recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so during the downtime, what does the person do, right? 
So what the person should be doing is taking out a safer, taking out the hillum, you know, taking out something musr to, to think about, to review, etc. That's what a person should be do, doing during their time, downtime in the house. The house means to say when you're not working. If you're working in the house, that's, that's, not, that's just a combination of two things. It means in the house, when you're done with your work, when you've come home, you, know, you can do, you know, talk about a man, right? So he's out of the house. He's working back at home at the end of the day. Now is the time to not work. So then really there should be a time to learn, right? Instead, he's indulging in taiva. So he's taking something that should be giving him life. Kihu chayecha, the Torah is a person's life, right? Connection to Hashem. Where is that quote from? Yes. Um, it is Dvarim. So, so again, it's not so, called flashy anymore. Like, I don't think of a Tesla as being so flashy anymore because now you see them as much as you see minivans. Well, they're still, they're still like $60,000 cars. Right, but they're becoming more and more common. Oh, they're becoming more. Yeah, right. I think some of them got cheaper. Like, huh? we used to pay, yeah, like it, is, it, is a, it is possible. Mm, I, don't like can, I, don't I don't think there's, I don't think there's a $40,000 Tesla. Okay, we have a single yeah. guy in the Kodal who owns a Tesla. Then so he happens to be rich. He also happens to be rich. Rich? Yeah. He said he just paid it off, or is it hasn't yet paid it off? Doesn't make a difference. To <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no, say that. He, <laughs> he doesn't have it because it's cool. So that's also true, but it also happens to be that he's that he's wealthy. Anyway, okay. that's but, not the point. But, but, but Mr. Shear is making a good point. So, so I want to take a step if back. Wealthy, you don't have to have everything. That's true. Uh-huh. That's true. So I want to take a step back. No, no. My wife was saying that once there's a single guy, it must not oh, be so. It must not, not be so expensive. Expensive, right? I'm saying it is expensive. It is expensive. It's just that some people still buy it. Um, again, yeah, in his case, it's a different story for a number of reasons. But um, so first of all, I want to remind everyone something. There's a reason why, do you remember what the, the two terms, Isha, Zara, and Nochria, what those two terms are, why one symbolizes uh, Taiva and one symbolizes Hamda? Do you remember? Isha, Zara was the one that potentially she could have been a wife for you, but now that she belongs to someone else, now you have... Exactly. No. Whereas, whereas a Nachria is a non-Jewish woman, that's totally off-limits. Right. So the Gon said, again, theoretically, theoretically, if it's fitting, if it's appropriate, then it doesn't have to be that it's, that it's wrong to have a, a nice house or to have a nice car. When does it become Hamda? It becomes Hamda when it is being counterproductive, when it's taking a person away from his avodos Hashem, when it's person is spending day and night running after money to get this thing, when he's, uh, you know, kind of getting lost in it. So, you know, again, the- theoretically, uh, we can discuss what is, what is appropriate, what's not appropriate. Um, you know, uh, if, if uh, theoretically, 
some of those people might be, for example, I know one person that he has, he told me he had a decent car. He said, listen, for my, the line of work that I'm in, the business that I'm in, I need to have a flashy car. Like, other, if I don't have a flashy car, my customers are going to think that I'm not like, a successful businessman and I need to have a flashy car. So he went out and bought himself a flashy car. Really but, true. I kind of sometimes also look at, like, okay, what car, what car does this person have? Like, what car does my doctor have? Or, <laughs> no, our doctor in Israel used to ride a bike with, like, a backpack. And, like, I was like, I don't know, you just lose a certain respect. Right. <laughs> sure. And then, like, the doctor I took to the to yesterday had, like, a BMW. And I'm like, okay, I guess she's he, making money. Maybe she's good. I don't know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really yeah, that, again, so whether we are right enough, that is sticking, certainly the... It shows your status, right? Your husband had, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was told to get a car. No, but he probably... There you are, right, right. <laughs> I mean, he probably did it from comedians. There's certain comedians having a bike, but like... Yeah. No, I, I, meaning this doctor... Didn't I remember my, my, my brother, he was... He was, uh, he was very... They were doing really well, him and his... He was the CFO, so the CEO called him and he's like, listen, like, you can't continue riding, driving the car that you're driving. Is it like all the, like, sea level management that will all be like way below you have much nicer cars like you, you got to go and buy like a fancy car you know so so you do the best to weasel out of it for as long as you could but eventually you have to get something so anyway so the point is we don't necessarily it's, it's hard to judge these people right we don't know exactly situations etc and it's not necessarily um awesome right it's, it's not necessarily something that is the wrong thing to do it Probably often is the wrong thing to do, but not necessarily. As far as what we should do to be mechanic our children, I mean, of course, listen, it's, it's, a, <clears throat> it's, it's upon wrong us. It's because you just want people to, to think always, that you are someone precious and really you're not a precious person. Yeah, or, so yes, yeah, so the question is why, yeah, so why is a person doing it? If it carries a genuine, you know, convenience, the person saying, listen, like, I want to have the safety of a, of a Tesla, I want that the computer should. You know, catching the mistakes driver, I make, right? I'm afraid for, right? So, okay, that's Is there anybody who admits they're a terrible driver? No, me. <laughs> I, I, if I, yeah, anyway, okay. So, um, so, so the point is that, uh, so this, so again, so, um, but the taiva, that is something that is just always taking a person in the wrong direction. That's just engrossing in physicality. There's really, again, almost the Shabbos Yom Tov, which case is different. Shabbos Yom Tov, Mitzvah, something in which case is giving something that's giving honor to Hashem. Even a, even a Hanukkah Misiba could, could count, right? If you sing Hodos, Lahalo, right? But otherwise, it's distracting a person from a vote of Hashem without any questions. Okay, so the point is that this downtime, which is in your house in the quiet in the evening, which is supposed to be the time to sit down and learn Torah, the time to sit down and introspect, close your eyes and think about why you're in the world and uh, learn a safer, take out at the hill and whatever it may be, right? Instead, that time is being used to be engrossed in taiva that is turning your house into a vehicle of this destruction. So that's, that's what we said, that, uh, so to speak, here we're saying the opportunity cost. Now we're going to afterwards talk about how it actually habituates you out of doing mitzvahs, that's going to be a different point because it makes you into a lazy person and mitzvahs require running, uh, getting up and running. But the opportunity cost is you're not learning Torah. Now, the next one is... I have a question. Do you think yes. that if people would learn more about um, 
like Hashem gave you these hands, like why, like just learning about, like thinking a lot about why you have whatever you have, and that Hashem is always watching you, and I don't know, I feel like that really helps for me, like, like why, like Hashem gave me this time, let's say I have ten minutes in the morning, the kids are still sleeping, like how can I just waste it? I don't know, I just. Hundred percent. Musr is that, that's in other words you're saying Musr, you know, contemplating, taking a taking a step back, thinking about these things. The way the Yitzhar gets us is by not thinking. Right? You don't think, just do, just go. You know, that that's so that's what uh Dharmchal Sharm talks about in in uh, in Zahirus when he talks about doing a Khajbar Nafish, thinking about what you know, what am I here? What am I here in this world for? Why am I why am I alive? That's also, I wonder what this, to me, my husband and I were talking about this, like, as a chabuzo, not the flower, at night. Um, so we were saying how we like to actually learn in the house. And mm-hmm. fortunately, the house is really flying, whatever. But mm-hmm. I was thinking how, I mean, this is kind of reinforcing the idea, like, how important it is for a kid to see your home, you know, as a place of torture. Like, yeah. if your house is a place where people just kind of, like, unwind, and that's, and it's, where mm-hmm. Taiwan could, you know, they just, you know, no one cares what they say, what they do, and they just, you know, <laughs> you don't have other it's people. Like a Hesker, though, really yeah, a little bit more Hesker, because you know, you, you can, and if your if Taiwan starts to come out, because <laughs> you have less, I guess, outward pressure. Yeah, pers- so a person, uh, a person is kind of the, the king in his own, uh, you know, his own house, right? So that that's the place where I could do whatever I want, and no one can tell me any differently. Uh, right. So that's, the, uh, so that's more important to us. I mean, they don't like, but, 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 such a I, push I, for that. Like, well, I think how it would be good for kids to see, you know, it doesn't seem so practical, but, but, but I, 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 would say, chinuch, I would think it would be really Right, there is, important. I think there is an advantage in the chinuch, But I want to say, I think that the house doesn't have to be Dafka person's private house. It could be a house just means a place or not out in the field, not in the workforce, which means, you know, whether it be a uh, house could be a base midrash, house could be a base knesses, or a house could be a spa, or a house could be a banya, right? Uh, yeah, I know what the Russian banyas are. Okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, like a private indoor place. A where private you, indoor place where you're, where you're, where it's nice and quiet, right? So there's two ways that that could go. That could either go uh, to Torah, or it could go to Taiba. That's that's what it means. I mean, the, that's the, the, when a person's inside and quiet. There's two ways that could be. You could be doing some sneaky, you know, type of thing, or you could be learning Torah. That's true with any uh, indoor uh, activity. And again, like we said, yeah, the, the division between house and field is just because the, the field or the road, that's where people are doing business, etc. If you have, if you do business from an office, then okay, then it just then your office is the equivalent of of the highway, you know, you know, there's a, you know, the Torah talks about it, a person doing work outside, right, whether it be out in the field, or, you know, a businessman traveling around, buying and selling, so nowadays, instead of traveling around by foot, you travel around, you know, on the internet, or whatever, you know, by uh, offering your services, and whatever it is, but it, that's, that's, uh, that would be classified as the, as the road, right, and then, and the house is, is, is the, where you know things are nice and quiet, uh, out of the way, and uh, you have some time for your uh, to yourself. Right. So, so the question, personal time versus when you're interacting with other people and working, right? Okay. 
So in that's Sure. Just really so I understand the taiva is like a desire, right? And there's uh, no, uh, taiva lost. Taiva lost. means lost. lost. Lost means physical pleasure, the, the seeking of physical pleasure. Desire is, is an emotional thing. That's chemda. Here's my actual question. If a person wants to take a trip, a trip to Florida and sit by the water, and he's not learning, just sitting and looking at the water. Should he be sitting with a safer? Is this like usser? You shouldn't go anywhere. You shouldn't travel because you're not learning. It's like taking away from learning. It's, there's no mitzvah to sit and look at the water. Unless it's right. for your but, emotional... Right. Body. I was going to say, unless he's relaxing. I mean, let's say a person has a very stressful... Has a very stress. So the truth is, if you're sitting and you're just contemplating, you just, you know, I mean, you're literally half a step away from... Being, recognizing the kindness of the Hashem. If you're already by the water, you're already sitting, right, nothing's distracting you. Know, you meditate. Yeah, you're one step away from that. So that would certainly be transforming. But okay, the question is when a person's planning a vacation, they want to go on a vacation, right? So again, one vacation is I, want to, I need to go on a vacation to show off. Glamour, something fancy. Right, I'm going to take a bunch of selfies. I'm going to take a bunch of pictures, post them all Sorry, over. <laughs> well, it's this special stick. It's this special stick that they sell, <laughs> which, atta- which attaches the stick to, to facilitate selfies. It's not a selfie itself. Oh, so you know what it is then? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so that's that would be that would be me. what I'm showing you is. You people can, can people can have a vacation because of Hamda. People can go on a vacation because they want to be you know, lying in warm water uh, for a long time and you know rolling around and being massaged and whatever else that would be a taiva type of a pursuit. Or you could go because you want to spend family time and you want to and you know that your children need this and, and you're doing this, you know they should have fun, they should enjoy it, or whatever it is, which would be <clears throat> potentially you know, a correct thing to do. You could go to recharge and to you know, kind of uh, emotionally uh, prepare yourself for, for the upcoming uh, zman or for the upcoming work uh, season or whatever it is, in which case there will be correct things. It, it, it's not, you know, it's, um, uh, many things can be hijacked by the Yitzhahara and many things on the contrary, things that are used by the Yitzhahara could potentially be redeemed and done correctly for the, for, for, for the right reason. So like Ashra Yoshe Beisecha. So it's only Hashem's house. I think I was reading Rosh was saying, I'm just going to hurt. That house meaning like everything, anything you're doing is connected to Gosh So like meaning, not necessarily the base measure, but just you're in that, I guess that belt, like the, your whole, whatever you're doing. So I guess if your bias is, is isn't necessarily sitting with the safer open, but if you're eating, shame shame, like you're, you know, like you make a bracha on the apple, but when I opportunity to make a bracha, whatever. You're eating apples, so you can make a bracha, whatever. Everything is, so that type of bias, like mm-hmm. it's including, like or you're sitting from the water meditating, that's your. Just, you're you're dealing with a tie. We have a tie to like relax, but like it's being tied to 
I think I think yeah. this this has been made more clear by the Rapolo that if that's all you're doing, you know, you're taking 500 uh, pictures of the sunset and then posting it to social media, you're off on the wrong track. If you're a tired mother, you just need to sit by the quiet water, listen to the waves, so you can, you know, keep uh, keep raising your kids. Then it's then then that's correct. It's not only the permissible. Ask yourself, why am I doing this? Right? As long as you've asked yourself, why am I doing this? You need to be honest with yourself and say, I'm doing this because I really need this for a reach out. I would even recommend asking someone else. Because <laughs> 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 the conversation with yourself, it's hard. It's sometimes it can be hard. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Most people that I would ask, for, like if I'm doing something for the right reason, they would always validate and say, "Of course you should do it." Like, yeah. oh, what? Should I go get a manicure? Yes, you deserve it. Like everyone's going to tell me you deserve it. So that's, uh-huh. I, that's not right for me to ask other people. So the truth is, so the truth is, we, I think we've seen. I don't remember if we see, you saw it, but the Gon says that the, the definition of a friend is someone who will give you tochacha. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you to take me along? <laughs> Who tried to send me to a spa? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of friend are you? <laughs> yeah. But why can't you ask yourself? You it's just more difficult because you, uh, we have a hard time seeing out of our own prejudices. Okay, so, you know, if, 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 when you have to speak it out to someone else, even if you just literally verbalize and say the words to someone else, uh, I'll give you an example. Like here, here in Nicole, what we do is we have, in the Shemir Sadarm, we have an honor system. Uh, you know, I don't ever see the guy shmirs the term, but if they feel they have a, like an onus, like a, a uh, something that was beyond their control, then then they're exempt. But the only thing is they just have to speak it over with one of the other avrechim. Just say to the other one, "Listen, here's what happened, blah blah blah," and therefore uh, does that uh, disqualify as as an onus. So the moment uh, they 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 did the, the interesting. Studies uh, where, like, you know, say a person has to fill out a certain government form, and unfortunately, like, people cheat a lot on these things. Like, you know, let's say, fill out your income and whatever it is, right? And, uh, and then you submit the form, you just sign on the bottom of the form. So they noticed that, let's say, the cheating percent was like really high 25%. So what they did, instead of at the bottom of the form, as you fill everything out, it says, I certify that everything is true, signature, right? They just did. They put that at the top of the form. I'm yeah, I certify that everything I'm about to say here is true, and I right. sign it. And then afterwards, you have to fill it out, and all of a sudden, the cheating rate dropped by like half. Why? Because the person is lying, like you know, they're just putting down this number and this number and this number, and then like at the end, I said, ah, whatever, just sign it and give it away, right? But if you first sign before you put anything down, you first sign. I'm going to say the truth. So then I was like, eh, okay. And, and people put down the, so the point is, we're very, we're very good at lying to ourselves. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's okay, right? So just verbalize it to someone else. Tell the other person, hey, I, you know, for this and this reason, I think that this is okay uh, to do. Does that does that make sense to you? You won't half the time you won't even ask the question. You better like, forget it. <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not. Yeah, no, I have a situation like that. But I, we actually, my husband and I made a decision on something, and then. Later on, we spoke with somebody about it, and they said, did you ask that story on them? Like, uh, we always, we're always asking, always. And we realized, like, whoa, why don't we ask? Like, what, it was such an obvious question. We, because we, we were no gay with it. Like, we were, we were hurt by something, and we didn't realize, that, no, 
when we were talking about the whole thing, we thought it was pleasure, like, no, this would be the right decision for all the million reasons that we had. But we didn't realize, like, don't even, you're blind, so you don't even, you don't even see. I didn't even know, to, like, it was like, we thought we should ask, and we decided not to. No, I, it just didn't even come to our mind. So it, I was just like, wow, I have to be so careful right. when you're really emotionally involved in something, how... And probably that person, something. and probably that person that said that to you is not necessarily that story, just a regular person. But because they weren't no gay with her, right. so they, 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 so they and picked and it like, up, like, right? Like, and my husband said to me, like, "Have you right? And we ask Shaila all the time. We even our rep, he says, you don't have to ask Shaila. I'm like, we, <laughs> you know, we go through extremes with it. It was like, it was, but yeah, have to be so careful with yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so, see. Um, I'm not this blind. I don't need like an entire <laughs> clock right in front of me. It's just this is going in my office. Okay, so that was that's the first half of the pasuk. Now the next one is that uh, to weakness or you know exhaustion, right? It'll, it'll weaken you. Uh, its ways, its ways will its 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 circuitous paths will weaken you, right? Va'el rifaim, rifaim from a language of rifian rafui. Weak, Magalosa, uh, her, her ways. Yeah? So there, uh, obviously, now we're talking about the ways, the paths, the journeys, right? So which journeys are exhausting a person? That's the journeys of Hamda. So now we switched over to desire, right? So to, uh, desire uh, makes a person run halfway across the world to find, that, to find that business deal, to find that money, to be able to finance this thing, right? And, and it's and it's emotionally, it could be physically, but certainly it's emotionally exhausting. Right? And that weakens a person, weakens a person in what regard? In doing mitzvahs. Right? So, the, uh, like we said, there's two basic parts to the person. There's the restful person, and there's the active person. The restful person is the ideal world learning Torah. The active person, ideal world is doing mitzvahs. In the wrong direction, the restful person is involved in taiva. In the wrong direction, the active person is involved in chemda. So, when, so in other words, all of a person's energies are being sapped, being used up by the windy paths that constantly running this way and that way to bring, you know, buy here, sell there, go there, and, you know, this non-stop and that's uh, that's uh, obviously gonna gonna also uh, be very negative for a person. Okay, so that is pasuk yud ches. Now yud tes kol boeha lo yeshuvu. All of her, all of those that come to her will not come back. Lo yeshuvu will not will not return. Velo yesigu. Orchos Chaim, and they will not reach the ways of life. So, what is this? What is this coming to say? Coming to say a per- person might, person might say, you know, listen, um, I'm just gonna take a little bit of a detour. I'm gonna go have some fun. I'm going to go make a lot of money, which is, we're talking about now, uh, Chemda, not Taiva. So that's, 
I think I mentioned to you before, when we do, um, when, when we're paralleling, you know, um, going back and forth between Taiva and Hemda, Hemda and Taiva, so, so there's different ways that it could go, and the Gemara says that both are legitimate. Sometimes you could do A, B, A, B, or you could do A, B, B, A, meaning we could, when you revisit, you could revisit starting from the last mentioned thing, or just keeping the order of it. Yeah? So the, the previous positive notice was Taiva, Chemda, right? And now, Koboel, Yeshuvun, is going off of Chemda, the last mentioned one. And, and Velo Yisigu, or Chaim, is going to be the Taiva. So say, what was okay. A, B, what I'm just saying that when, when the, the, there's two ways. Don't always go in the same direction. Right. When we revisit. Sometimes it's sometimes flipped. That we continue off of the last book. We ended yeah. off Hamza, now we start with Hamza. Taiva. Hamza. Hamza. Taiva. That's the way of this paragraph, you're saying. Not necessarily. There's the way. There's what he's doing right now. Both are legitimate ways that the, 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 the Gemara Durham. Uh, right in the, the beginning of their addresses both. Always be addressing Taiva and then Hamda and continuing that okay. way. So, but is there any way to know? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, like, gonna tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. hundred percent. We'll, 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 we'll talk okay. about it. Um, oh, it's the Orchos. No, isn't Orchos used multiple times? Or like where's Orchos? Here, like Yud Gimel's Ha'ozvim Orchos Yosher. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But well, is it always consistent that the Lashon used is going to apply to the same? But we have called Bo'eha. Right. No, Sam, I was just looking at this, because I remember the Orkos being used a few times, so I was just wondering if every time we see Orkos, it's always going to apply to Taiva. Like, Tesvav is Asher Orkos, Behem, Itzim, like, it's used a few Maybe. times. Maybe. Yeah, but, but here, Bo'eha is the coming, the people, so uh, traveling, journeying, right? Going. Right, so called Bo'eha, Loishus, if you go, if you go over there, you're not going to come back. So go, so the go, so the go is explaining, the go, to go over there means to go and pursue, to run after the money, after, after, after your uh, chemda. <clears throat> and the reason why you're not going to come back, the go explains, is because once a person gets such a, there's a certain level, it's like almost uh, um you know, like uh, like people talk about uh, sadly, like like uh, people that get addicted to drugs, right? There's a certain level of stimulation that that they that they get used to with these drugs that like that you just can't reproduce in a normal world, right? So some sometimes you see or, or um, let's say somebody is like used to playing I don't know tons of video games or, or whatever, like they, you know they 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 have a, they have a ADHD, right? They 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 have they're mind needs so much stimulation, right, that now you say, okay, fine, now uh, let me come sit in the base midrash, nice and quiet, open up a safer, they can't do it. They, 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 they cannot sit anymore. So the person saying to himself, listen, I'll go and I'll run after my chemda, which is a, you know, I'll work 70 hours a week, I'm going to be running nonstop, I'm going to have three cell phones and two pagers, right, and then after I make $5 million, then I'm going to retire, I'm going to sit and I'm going to learn. Yeah, right. You're never going to retire, ever. Right? That person, that person, you think you're going to come back and you're going to settle in and you're going to, you shivun, from a language of 
leishay, to sit down, to, to come back, to be tranquil, to sit in the base midrash, is never going to happen, right? Because once a person allows themselves to become such a uh, such a um, bal chanda, they're ne- they're not going to be able to to settle down and and, and sit down and learn. Yeah. Well, at least that's like how I think of it. Doesn't <laughs> I guess nobody knows about time either, though. No. No. Oh, so the next half of the pasuk is addressing the other one. So a person might say, "Fine, okay. So I see that if I go and I run after my chanda, then then there's no way to settle back down. Right? I mean, not no way. There's always way back, but it but it'll be very difficult. It'll be very challenging. Meaning." Don't just think it's a matter of taking off those five years and then afterwards I'm gonna say no, no. You have to understand that once you give over into those, into those, into that hamda, uh, every, you know. Uh, what do you say one time about like when a man comes home from work, he shouldn't just like come into the house, but he should like stand outside the door and just like kind of prepare himself, like okay, now I'm going into my home, you know, to get himself into a different mindset of like right. it's, it's a different. Like now I'm I'm wearing a different hat when I come in the house to like right. help you adjust and right. transition. Yeah, that's a show on biases that they got from Uncle Aaron from the Rosh Shiva Moshe Moshe Shapiro. But yeah, but but the point that that's hard. But that's hard. From one day, okay, you could do it. But if you become a workaholic for just for five years, and It'll be extraordinarily difficult afterwards. Okay, and now the other half of it is v'loyesigu orchos chaim. Now we're talking about the other way around, right? If you're going to want to go and get on the way on the orach, right, on the way. So it means now we're talking about you want orchos chaim. What orchos chaim is to be able to do mitzvahs, right? So you're not going to be able to do mitzvahs if what? If uh, you're going to go and say, you know what? I'm just going to let myself. Engross in Taibas for a little while, but then afterwards I'm going to go and do mitzvahs. So that's not going to work because what happens while a person is sitting in his house indulging in Taibas, right? He habituates himself or she habituates herself to laziness. What? Wouldn't that last part of the Pasuk have to do with Hamda also? Like, no, no, no. That's, why, would it, why would it be separate? Because again, no, you'd. Verse 18, yeah. the taiva, chemda. Verse mm-hmm. 19 is chemda, taiva. And the two psukim are doing two different things. Pasuk 18 is telling us about opportunity cost. Listen, if you're involved in taiva, you should know you're losing out on the learning of Torah. Which means your house is becoming a place of destruction instead of a place of life. If you're involved in chemda, you're not going to be able to do mitzvahs. No, that's the opportunity cost. It's called by law yeshuvun, that you won't be able to rest, you won't be able to learn Torah. That's right. That's, that's the opposite. The, that's the ba'al. That's, those are the, the so, chamda people. That's right. No. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the chamda... And then now the other way around, uh, the, the, the people that run after taiva now, they won't be... The afterwards, they're going to habituate themselves to be lazy. They won't be able to go and do mitzvahs. So now he's relating the Torah and the, exactly. The That's what we're saying is the opposite of of Pasuk We discussed this last time. There seems to be a crossing of wires, and we explained that it's not in Pasuk Yud Ches eighteen. He's explaining that 
Each one has the opportunity. Because when you have your downtime and you should be learning Torah, instead you're losing that and uh, being involved in Taiva. When you have your active time, you have your energy, you have your strength, uh, instead of doing mitzvahs, you're running after your chemda. That's the opportunity cost. Now we're talking about, in 19, talking about negative habituation, which actually works the other way around. That in negative habituation, being a bal chemda wires you in a way that will make it very difficult for you to learn Torah. But you might do and being a bal taiva wires you in a way that makes it very difficult for you to do missus. What? Okay, but you might be a workaholic, but you doesn't mean the opportunity to do mitzvahs will be taken away from you. Meaning, well, not the opportunity, but in the oh, future, oh. the wiring will be more uh, congruent. Right. So if a person became, becomes a workaholic, he could afterwards retire and become a major askin, let's say, in the, in the community, right? He's involved in uh, the board of like nine different organizations. He's and he's so busy that he needs to just be always involved. And indeed, I, 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 but the Torah won't come to him. What? But Torah won't come. It'll like be very hard for him to sit alone. Right, right. And the uh, and 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 the and the Baltaiva, if theoretically he decides to change his ways, it'll be easier for him to sit down and learn because he's used to just sitting, being tranquil, kind of be, you know, getting into something. So just like he used to really get into like a Robinson Crusoe or like a Three Musketeers book, right? Now he'll really dive into, you know, a, a, the Grand Michelin. Okay, we went a little bit overtime, but that's because we started a little bit late. <laughs> Hamaven Yelvin.